Welcome to Striker Chat, bringing you the story and characters of Australian Muay Thai with your host, your not so knack Muay, Old Man I might just hit it, bro. Hold on, that's on my element. I like dark skins. Love a melanin, huh? Question Louis Vuitton when I'm stepping in. Thirty bottles of Zoom, tell them send them in. I had the Lambo, switch to the Rory. I'm a gangster, but I like to party. Pop a Perky, go retarded. And welcome, episode seventeen. Seventeen, yeah. Well, we're getting up there now. Huh? We're getting up there, mate. We're getting up there. We're, we're just gonna push it, push through of uh, striker chat. This is going to be a um, a quick one. Like, um, obviously, as this one's going to air, I'll be in the merchants and doing some four-wheel driving. Ooh, having fun. <laughs> having a bit of fun. But, um, go, Roy. I mean, you pose some questions. Yeah, so um, today we're, um, we'll probably have a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. Um, so I put out a question on Instagram, uh, on my fighter page Instagram, mm-hmm. um, just basically saying... Send us in your questions, guys, um, and we got a really good response. Good, yeah, we've yeah. got a few questions here. Yeah. We'll get, you know, we'll we'll, we'll 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 endeavor to answer the, you know, answer a few questions. But we'll most, um, most of them, most most, of them. most of the, <laughs> there was a there was a few little quirky ones in there. There's there was one, one from the one from one co-host of your. <laughs> how big's your what? <laughs> um, you didn't. I see you didn't answer that one. Um, but um. But we will we will go in depth in a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. So um, the first th- one. There's some really good questions yeah. here, and and one in particular that um, kind of does, I wanted to go in. Does pineapple do, um, belong on pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, that's, that's 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 another question. That's the one I want to discuss in depth. <laughs> in depth. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first one that you really want to discuss, and and we've touched on um, a few times um, over the, over a couple couple of episodes. Actually, the first time we did did interview, you really yep. wanted to go in depth on the on the on this question. It's from Jay Hoff 093s um, The question is balancing training, working full time, home responsibilities, and social life. Just just as a professional fighter, yep. I mean, uh, like you, you weren't. Just solely professional, you were semi-professional. You were working at the same time, painting. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah. So I, I was um at the very start of my career, I was a concreter. Um, oh, concreter, which which was you know yeah, very labour intensive. Very made me strong though, which yeah. you know I'll, I'll speak about in a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, I thought this question was brilliant, and yeah, like you said, we've discussed this a couple of times. Mm. Um, and basically was the sole reason that I originally wanted to do an episode and okay. because I noticed, you know, and I still kind of notice a lot of young people come into the gym, especially young males. Yeah. Um, probably just because you don't see as many females coming through the gyms. Yeah. Um, but especially when they get to that 18 year old kind of uh, age. Mm-hmm. And Other you distractions y- occurs, you yep, know, yep, the, the yep. worldly distractions of women and <laughs> and the whatnot. All, all of the good stuff. All um, <laughs> but, um, you know, and I just really wanted to kind of address it in a way that, because I feel like I've been there and I've yeah. experienced it. Yeah. I've I've built a house. I've got a lovely wife. Um, successful, successful um, relationship. Yeah. Successful, just successful fighting career as well. While kind of being at the top, yeah. I guess um, of the Muay Thai game. Mm. So um, yeah, so I'm just going to go in a, li- <laughs> a little bit in depth about this question, um, and hopefully it can help some of you guys out there mm-hmm. that that are kind of you know struggling a little but bit. So, so do you want to break it down to how did you balance work and training? Like you were fucking. Let's break. Let, let's get. Let's take it right back. Yep. Um. Obviously, working full time. Yeah. So I, I was. Um. I made a decision very early on when I was about sixteen or seventeen. Mm. So I was still in high school, and I was like, right, whatever job I get, yep. coming out of high school, I'm going to make sure that it's I start early. Yeah. I finish early so I can get to training. So you 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 made you had that um. <laughs> Decision in your mind, you wanted fighting to be your priority? Yeah. And, and it, yeah, go. like, I guess not like a, such a priority that I put everything else aside. Yeah. It was just like, I thought, you know, I can definitely do both. I can, I, 
I'm certain that I'll be able to do both. I went to school, which is obviously not very labour intensive, but intensive. I mean, um, but it's it's mentally it's mental, draining. Mental you know? draining. You, you, plus, you're there. You're there. What for? Same as work. Eight, seven to eight hours a yeah, day. Yeah. Yep. So um, I th- I was like, yep, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to be honest, it was hard, uh, especially when I was concreting at the start. Um, and but you know what? Like, I feel like. Once I broke past the first kind of shock of like, fuck, I'm doing a lot during the day. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working hard, and then I go straight to the gym, and I'm doing three hour session there, like busting my ass so I can get good at Muay Thai and, and get fit. Um, fucking, you know, like once I kind of got my head around that and was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. Like then it became easy. So, so I mean, like. It's about making... It's mindset, basically. A lot of it is, yeah. It's mindset. So once you made that decision, your body's going to go with your mind. Yeah. So you made a decision of, I'm going to be a fighter and and I've got to do the work. Yes. Look, you're never going to get an easy path. No. To be a great fighter, to be a great anything. Mm. It's never going to be easy. And if it is, then you probably haven't earned it, you know? Yeah. So... Um, what I'm trying to say is um, it, with the mindset, because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, fuck, I can't work and train. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And I'm like, well, there's a couple of issues here. For one, maybe the per- I'm not saying the people are lazy. Maybe they are, Maybe they don't have any energy. But what can change to try and give them a bit more energy? Maybe their sleep's lacking. Yeah. Maybe their diet's not as good. And it's kind of like little things around that you might be able to change and tweak mm. so that all of a sudden you've got the energy to be able to do both. Yeah. Um, and then, so working and Muay Thai, I find, you know, you can do it. Anyone can do that. Yeah. It's when you start adding in, having a partner, having yeah. kids, having, you know, um, hobbies mm-hmm. outside of Muay Thai, that things can kind of become a real juggling act. Yeah. And a lot of the time is, that's when I kind of see people drop off. Um, so, like, it's all about... Balance is the key here. Yes. So you got to have a little bit personal work fighting. Yeah. That and has to be a. Do you have that? Does that? So when you are just in training and just going for the motions, not going for the motions, but working yourself up for a fight or not in fight camp. Sorry, not in fight camp. You're distributing that balance between all three. Yes. So if evenly. But yep. when you hit a fight camp, you are obviously. You've uh, got to reprioritize. You got to prioritize, yeah, and then those th- those three you'll go, you just, you'll set a lot more to the fighting, and yep. then um, obviously your person will take a, a backward step. So work so will take a backward step. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah. um, what I find, you know, when when you kind of not in fight camp, you've got yeah. to still train. Yeah, and you've got to kind of be like, right, well, to get better at Muay Thai, I've, I can't just have time off. Um, but at the same time, that's the kind of time if you have a partner that you've got to be like, right, this is your time. Let's spend mm-hmm. some quality time together. Um, but basically, um, what I found when I when I was in this kind of scenario was making like a mental list of what comes first when. Yeah. So basically, everyone's got to pay bills. Yep. So you've got to work. So it's a non-negotiable. Yes. And unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unless you win the lotto, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm trying so hard, man. (laughs) Yeah, but you still work. You'll still work. But that's another. That's another. That's another podcast in itself. But um, so basically, I'd be like, right, I got to work, and I found a job, um, that had the appropriate hours to fit my training. Yeah. Um, which was so that sorted. Those two things done. Next thing, right? When you fight, that must fit in there. Like, so that's your second priority mm-hmm. and you can do work in Muay Thai sim- simultaneously. After that, become you set everything aside and like um, your social life, whether you have a partner or friends, mm-hmm. they, you know, you can still be there with them, but you mustn't let it kind of become a detriment to your training. So say, you know, your mates go out on a night out. Yeah, you might go with them out to wherever they go. Yeah. But it's... Saying to them at 8 p.m., going, like, hey, guys, I need my rest. Uh, I'm going to shoot off. Mm. Instead of staying out to 1, 1 a.m. with them and losing that vital sleep, mm-hmm. 
uh, just because you feel like you've got to be there and you haven't seen your mates in a while. Because, you know, a good mate will understand. A good mate will understand, but also you have to be, you know, what's the, is, it, is it easy to have understanding mates and that will go, yeah, no worries, no worries, Roy, I understand where, where you are in life and that's what you want to do. Yep. Or your mates, your mates going, oh, come on, mate, no, go, I'll, what the fuck? That's what they mostly do. Oh, come I'll, what are you talking about? One drink, They bro. all do that. They all do that. But you've got to be... You, Man, you've got to be steadfast, man. You've got, you got to put your foot down and say, look, this is what I want to do. Yes. And, like, I can't be doing this. Hey, when you're not fight training... Yeah. And you're like, right, I could stay out and miss training tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you know, miss a, miss a day of training, you know, because you want to hang out with your mates. Mm -hmm. That's completely fine. I'm not saying miss a whole week of training. That's no. definitely not what you want to do. But a day just to hang out with your mates when fight, you know, you're not in fight camp. Yeah. That's when you kind of reshuffle your priority and go, yeah, maybe I should spend some time with my mates or mm -hmm. your partner or whatever the case may be. So it's, it, there's a word called departmentalize. So when you are... <sighs> When you're doing a subject, or when you're doing when you when you're with your mates, yep. you are committed to be with your mates, to socialise with your mates, to get your, to get that bond with your mates. Yep. When you are in fight camp, you are committed to fight camp. This is what you do. Everything's prioritised to fight camp. When you're with your when you're with your partner, you are committed to being with your partner. Your mind's not elsewhere else. It's about it's about being um uh, what was it what was uh, being present yeah, in the moment, present being present, moment. being all present. Yeah, and committed to that, 100%. I guarantee you most fighters that you talk to could probably tell you a day when they were at the gym, mm. but they weren't thinking about the gym and they changed shit. No. So, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, just, yeah. So, for this question, basically, um, for the too long, didn't listen <laughs> breakdown, um, you, you basically want to find the perfect balance. Um, yeah. You need to, you know, prioritise things when it's the correct time to do so. Yeah. Um, and just think, it's not impossible. Like, it's completely possible. But, but it's all about the mindset. It's not fucking easy. I mean, no. nothing that you ever, ever want or, or ever, ever want, ever, ever want to achieve isn't fucking easy. Hey, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little hack as well. Yeah. Make a bunch of mates in your Muay Thai gym. And then you, mate, you're do two th you do two <laughs> things at once. Exactly. You hang out with your mates while you're doing more. But isn't that? But that, that's that's inevitable, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it's you're, just you're, part of being a club. You're part of being in in, in the club because you, you you bond socially. You bond like a family. Yeah. That sense of belonging. Yeah. You know, that's why we we love fucking we 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 love combat gyms. We love fight gyms. Um. So, it's your family. So I yeah. like. Would you would you have um? This is going more in depth. Would you have any any socially? The only people socially outside of your, outside the gym is your mum and dad, your family, your your, your, your immediate family, your wife, your mum and dad. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, I've got I've got heaps of friends. Yeah, that, um, do you? Yeah, yeah, but um, I guess um, your immediate social, f um, you know, circle is yeah. your family, your partner, and they're the ones that you kind of got to you know really prioritise. Maybe your best mates mm -hmm. that you've been hanging around with since school or whatever yeah. the case may be. Because normally when you know when I address kind of these questions, it's mm -hmm. normally coming from younger people, you yeah, know, eighteen, nineteen. Uh, we'll go we'll, and and then look. I want to touch on uh, uh, relationships because I've known you for a while. I've yeah. known you since you were about maybe fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. How old are you now, Cam? Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Fuck, I had to think about that then. Yeah, twenty nine. You fly. Eighteen. I mean eighteen. <laughs> 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 so like I've known you half your life, more than half your life. Yeah, yeah. So so I've seen you get yep, in being in relationships. Yep. And I've seen you with Jacinta. Is it important that your missus understands what the fuck you're doing? hundred <laughs> percent. Like I I, yeah. I've got no, can um, we can we can we touch shout on Shout out to Jacinta, you oh, know, because yep. absolute legend. We love of you, Jacinta. Shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to you, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Wills. <laughs> um so you know, when we first met, you know, probably five, six years ago. Mm. I'm not first met. I've known Jacinta since I was. Yeah. I've known Jacinta since you've known me, bro. Really? But yeah. So from high school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, you know, obviously connect yes. on that level until about six, five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. But um, when you know things started to kind of get serious between us, the first thing I said to her, and she already knew that I was a fighter, mm -hmm. but the first thing I said was like, "You don't understand." I am at the Muay Thai gym three hours a night, five days a week, mm -hmm. most of the year because the, there's not a fight season. Yeah. You know, I was like, when I have time with you, That's I'll good. be with you, yeah. but you just don't, you can't make me ever choose mm -hmm. and just don't give me grief for it because I guarantee you, I'll tell, I'll tell you right now, you know, um, I just won't deal with that and I don't think anyone should, but she, you know, credit to her was, in, like, I think for her it actually made a kind of like, 
happy because she's like, wow, this guy can commit to something. Yeah. You, you know, he's not going to just drop anything for, you know, something that he wants at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it worked in my favor, but, you know, I, would, I wouldn't do it any other way either because, yeah. um, like, ever since she knew, you know, when I was in fight camp, she it was like, she'd help me out. Yeah. And, and yeah, sometimes we'd have, you know, disagreements about whatever, but she would never kind of let, like, once I was at the gym, she wouldn't be hounding my phone, you know, like, yeah, she bringing it up. Time. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, and to be honest, like, we never really argue, like, in the you whole You have disagreements, time. obviously, have disagreements, because you're fucking sure. too big, indi- you know, too smart individuals. Yeah. You're going gonna to disagree about a lot of, like, the, a few things. Everyone does. Yeah, um, everyone. You're not going to be... But... The, like I said, like it never kind of spilled over into mm. any aspect of my any other aspect, and uh, I think that finding the right partner and and just being honest with them, communication, yeah, honesty, yeah, is honestly like a massive part in in them being a support pillar instead of a hindrance. Yeah, but I think your communication skills are um, are very good. So when it comes, to obviously, makes you a good coach. Yeah, um, makes you a good partner. Makes you a good friend yeah so yeah i mean look it's, it's it's it all comes back to you as the individual yourself yes of finding that commitment and finding the space yeah so um you know advice to any young fighters out there that that um get into a relationship just be honest because yeah. and honestly I'll, I'll say it so bluntly if they don't want you to do this fuck, what fuck kind it. of what kind of person is that yeah that wants to be with you you know what i mean then they're trying to actively stop on something that for you their love. benefit and then something that you love as well yeah so you know like you got to look at Control. things in the bigger picture um, you know and that that's a whole other toxic kind of thing you know who knows who you're getting with um, but if someone tries to stop you after you tell someone that you love doing something yeah that's a big red flag so definitely a red you know, flag just um just be honest and, and you know value communication at the start I think mm. do you want to go to another question mate so yeah that was uh, that's that so for all you young people we'll go to another question you better never make no time for these niggas Cause when I ride, I'ma ride, ride with you I can't fuck with nobody I can't keep living like this, I can't I tell her what it is and I tell her what it ain't She know that I have been all on the walls like I paint Told her at times I wanna give you trust, but I can't Bitch, I really got it out the mud, climbing up the ranks When they see me outside, I'm a high roller I been on a global jet, but nigga, I fly solo And I got the Gucci splattered all on the knickknacks 50 racks, I'm about to break off like a Kit Kat which, 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 which question would you like to, to, to dive into? Yep, so I've got uh, I've got a few here. So yeah. um, Ray1684, uh, shout out to Raymond, he's uh, from the beginner's class in our gym. Um, he asked about the comparisons of the training routines from Thailand to here. Okay. Good question. Uh, so I trained in Thailand a little bit. Um, I fought over there. I, I lived there for two months straight when I was about 19. Um, so I don't have like, you know, years experience in Thailand. Um, but just from my small time over there, you know, the and, and anyone that's lived there will tell you the same. The, they basically treat it like a job. So you wake up at like six-ish, go for a 10K run. <laughs> 10K run, that's what smits me out. It takes, you know, they don't run it fast. I oh, know they do. <laughs> some it, do, some it, don't. I call know. it. I call it the fucking uh, Nakmoy shuffle. Yeah, the shuffle. <laughs> it's just yeah. a shuffle, mate. Unless the yeah. wild dogs start chasing, <laughs> then you got to go. <laughs> but um, you know, they they basically train between six and eight hours a day. Um, it's a lot less intense than you probably find um in your standard Aussie Muay Thai gym, uh, especially here at the pit, but. Um, the reason for that is we've got a small window, yeah. you know, because yeah. like like I said, you, here you've got to balance a lot of things, mm. work and, and social. So you've got a smaller window to fit in basically the same amount of training. So, um, uh, so sorry, mate. Are, yeah. they in, are they, so basically are in fight camp all the time? Um, yeah, pretty much. So, so if just say, just say, okay, um, they only do like a two or three week fight camp. Yeah, so they like just, it's like, say they're, 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 they're fight fit. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then when they do get it, they got, they've got two weeks. Yeah. So that, like, oh, yeah, you've got to fight in two weeks, and then they just intense. It's more almost like four weeks, you know. If they do two or three weeks, that's yeah. like four to six weeks here. Yeah, okay. Because it's double the amount of time that yeah. they're training. So, um, you know, when I was over there, it was, it was kind of like, and I fought, I was like, fuck, 
two weeks. I'm fine in two weeks. What the fuck? Mm. Like, it kind of spun me out a bit because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be ready. <laughs> After a week, man, I was like, let's go. Yeah. I'm good to go. So, um, yeah, it's that, that aspect's different. When you're doing pads there, it's intense as fuck. Yeah. But in between your pads, <laughs> you just go do 10 to 15 rounds on the bag. Have you, you know? Have it's, you, sorry, go. Yeah, it's just chill. It's a bit more chill in between the intensity over there. But it's more intense. The pad rounds are insane, yeah. Uh, have you seen any of that Tiger Muay Thai tryout footage? Where them trainers, they get on the pad, they get the, the trainers, they do pad work, and the pad, they, they are just fucking Ugh. giving them, like, not holding back with the punches, not holding back with the kicks or, or the push kicks, and the, the guys are loving it. They keep coming forward. Are they like that? They just fucking giving you, they yeah. just giving it to you. A lot of the time, like, they basically try and sort out what tourists are there to, for serious. Okay. And what okay. are there for a vacation. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people just go, oh, I'm on Thailand, I'll train a little bit. Like, yeah. You kind of just, I don't know. They're the money makers. They're the ones that spend all their money mm. to train, but they don't really, they don't really, really want to do home. anything. You know? bit, sounds a bit like me. <laughs> 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 hey, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, uh, when, when you're over there, immerse yourself in the culture. If yeah. you don't fight, doesn't nah. matter. Get amongst it. But a lot of the time, say if their gym does have yeah. elite level Thai fighters, you won't be mixing with them, guys, because there's no point. Look, um, I've been to Thailand a few times to train. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I'm just an enthusiast, and I just like I like the camaraderie, and I like training, yep. and I like technique, and all that sort of crap. It comes in all levels. Yeah, you can go fucking hard. You can do. You can go hard, or you can just take it easy. Yep. You can do the same classes as everybody else. You can go for that ten or five. No, we didn't do. I don't. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you just time. went around the corner Around the corner sat down, down <laughs> And then when the boys came back I jumped back hey, up and Hey There you go guys And then you train Was it I think you train twice a day And yep. then you have Saturday, Sunday off Sunday S- off Sunday's yep. always off So Saturday night was the night to go out <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey man I would be going out midweek <laughs> no, no But everyone's Everyone is pretty much Committed to to, to immerse themselves in the culture, into the fight culture. So you get up early, you go train, yeah. um, you come back, have something to eat, and you have a bit of a nap. Yeah, you have you have to have <laughs> a midday nap, man. And then you go back and you do the same thing again. Yep. But you, the, the the bond and and the uh, the camaraderie is fucking is through the roof, man. It's, I it's, love it. It's fucking awesome. It's um it is next level. It's yeah. it, you know what? It's very similar in that aspect to mm. training here. You know, do do you guys like I see um uh bloody Donny. Donnie's yeah. gym, Donnie, Donnie Miller, yeah. uh, the super fight. They they've um, going going on a camp, like taking their gym, yeah. to the, taking their, taking a few uh, students from the from their gym to Thailand. Would you think about? Do you do something like that? Have you done something like that? You've taken fighters across, but yeah. what about the the, the school, the, um, the, a couple of students? Oh look, I'd love to. You know, yeah. um, kind of. I, I would. I'm not sure about. You know, I haven't really thought about that much but no, being, head, ex- being, being head coach at a gym <laughs> yeah. you're fucking you're worried about the gym <laughs> what but a great yeah. experience it would oh, be yeah. you know like to be like right we're good we're, you know I think actually Riddler's does like a simulated like a week long simulation of it as well what just um, here yeah, yeah oh his, fucking that's awesome gym, so he does like maybe oh, a week wow. of like uh, uh, maybe a week long and you go to a Thai restaurant do you oh, no, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no you cook at the gym bro <laughs> oh really <laughs> We've done that before. Yeah, fucking eat on the floor, bro. Eat on the, I've done that before. <laughs> Sleep on the floor. Done that before too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, that's definitely you know an option. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to do that one day. Uh, watch so. this space, mate. You could be, couldn't you know? So not 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 you, but no, no, someone like a me or Sopo or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh maybe. man. All right. Now ne- next question, mate. Um. So we got this question from Shane Al Rogers. Uh, struggles and highs that I had. That I found throughout my career. Um, Jacinta's giving us a question there too. Yeah, well, so uh, <laughs> the importance of having an absolute legend of a partner. Yep, so we addressed that. We've addressed You've already partner. had your yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say that. She'll beat you up, bro. Um, so which one? Um, yeah. Shane Rogers. I don't know if I sent them all to you. I did. Oh, there, there, I've got there, some there, more there, here. There, 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 there we go, mate. But, um, I'll cut that out. There, okay, there's your dad. Oh, no, yeah. you just you, you you just name it, mate. And then, yep. um, so I got Shane Rogers here. Uh, struggles and highs I found throughout my career. So, um, to be honest, I actually never really had any massive struggles. Um, maybe like there was a period there where, like probably three or four years in, where I was like a bit burnt out a little bit. 
um because i just literally trained for fucking four years straight mm. which is i think why i got my skill kind of got to where it did as quickly as it kind of did yeah um but i and i really do recommend people to just fucking train for three years straight because having time off in between your fights just like when you're learning in the first like five years of muay thai you need to be hammering it into your brain so that after the five years, yeah, you have a month off, you come back, nothing's changed. Yeah. But within, you know, even two, three years, if you have time off, your brain will lose it because you yeah. haven't fucking done it that long. So you need to download that stuff in your cerebellum, in, your, in the frontal cortex. You yeah. need to get that that, that, that neuropath going just yep. to fucking, so it becomes a reflex, so it becomes mo- uh, an instinct for you. Yeah. Just a normal instinct, these the movements. So um, I did that. Mm-hmm. And I did it for like four, three, about four years. And then I had a period where I've, I think I lost a couple of fights that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and I was training hard as fuck, but I honestly think that I just overdid it mm. um, because the pit, like, insane with the intensity and that. And yeah. to be honest, I, at that point, I probably could have done with a couple of small breaks. Like, and when I say small breaks, I mean like two weeks, maybe yeah. have a couple of weeks off. So, so just completely off of Muay Thai, yeah. departmentalise and just fucking in spend some time spend with your missus. Come <laughs> back to that question again, Jacinta. <laughs> but yeah, um, f- um, that was probably the the worst of it. So yeah, yeah, a bit of a uh, boring answer for a good question, but um, I, I guess um, I, I like, never had really any injuries either, so that didn't really throw any spanners in the works. So yeah, I think the longest amount of time I had off was like three months and that was because I did have a rib injury but it was just a muscle muscle injury not a uh, not not any broken bones or anything like that just a side question yes yeah, so William Street Gym Sai is that Sai Sai yeah probably See. forgot to switch accounts <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time um, so the pit training philosophy versus maybe other gyms how we differ and what do new guys say is it cuts off oh, I think it said what do new guys say is the biggest difference um, so yeah I guess in experience um, seeing some people you know move from other gyms to our gym mm. because my, me myself I've never trained anywhere else you've always been pit yeah uh, f- since you know I was like five I started training at the pit so yeah. um, I guess in that regard um, I can't speak on it too personally but you know we've had a lot of people that have trained other gyms um eventually come over because maybe they moved or for whatever reason um and i think a lot of people when they first get here are shocked at the intensity yeah so blair kind of instilled this culture of like hard training hard sparring so you can fight easy yeah, or not even fight easy, just fight hard as fuck. Is there, isn't there? Isn't there a saying? Train hard, fight fight easy. There is, yeah, and is I say it all the time. Train hard, fight easy. Oh, I say it all the time because if you f- train easy, you can fight's gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. But that's like that's a philosophy I've heard that you know I play cricket and I play footy and play d- d- play other sports and mm. they always say train hard makes the game easier. Yeah, train hard, game easy. It's, it's same, 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 train, exact same, same philosophy. Train. Yeah. So um, you know, I've. Like now that I'm coach, I'm definitely really trying to carry that through. Mm. Um, and yeah, like as a fight, as an ex-fighter, I know that there's definitely areas when you're fucked, man. You just kind of slack a little bit, trying to recover, and yeah. and um, I shouldn't have, you know. Um, and it's hard because, like, you know, as a coach, you've got ten guys there, yeah. and you're w- trying to watch all of them. And and um, I feel like a lot of the time. Um, I, I'm sure other gyms are the exact same. They've got the same philosophy, but um, the philosophy for the pit is just really, you know, and I'm carrying it through, is to just train hard, man. Like Train hard? But the, the philosophy of the pit is pit and never quit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so whether other gyms do that, I can't really speak for. I know that, like, people will come here and be shocked at, you know, some of the intensity. Yeah. Um, you know, other massive gyms, you know, like Riddlers, they, they, they kind of, I think, match skill level and intensity that that the pit do we've had a couple of guys move from um riddlers to previously here? yeah and it, and it happens man you know um for all kinds of reasons and and they kind of say that it's very similar in in um most areas yeah um so i think um i just want to carry on that hard training philosophy and and um i think other gyms should kind of 
pick it up if they don't do that as well. So yeah, I, but I find most successful gyms, the Riddlers, the Pits, um, even you know you go to the Super Fight as well. Very yep. traditional tie. When you do traditional tie, it's it, you're going to train hard. Yeah, I mean, like gonna, the intensity is going to be there. The the best fighters in the world. For Muay Thai, usually the tie, like they are the ties. They ties, yeah. of course. So, I think trying to emulate, you know, some degree of their mm. training is is going to be pretty successful for your dream, and, and they train hard as fuck. I know what so. they are. The they are the the what's it the, the yardstick? <laughs> it's called Muay Thai for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to do a couple course. more? Yep. Uh, so, what do we got? Uh, well, that's the same quarter, changing gyms respectfully. Yep. I'm not going to name yeah. that person. Um, so Why? Because uh, I, I know who that is. Yep. So, I know um, who that is. Obviously, we don't want to change. Uh, we we um, aren't going to name anyone that might be thinking about changing the gym if they yeah. haven't spoken to their coach about it's, it. But it's, it's but I mean it's going to be inevitable that you will change gyms you know you sometimes not a person like yourself um, won't change gyms I'm not saying you know there's going to be hey, look, personality man, clashes if I disagreement if I had to move different states or whatever and I still wanted to oh, do okay, more yeah, yeah, or yeah. if my gym shut down yeah obviously I would have changed but I, I was lucky enough to never have had to move gym and, and change gym so um, I've, I've changed gyms I'm one of those guys that, that that will go to gyms and just get a shirt from William Street gym and then we'll go to the pit you're a collector a, a collector <laughs> um, um, but yeah let me, but from a personal no I'm just joking but, 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 but from a personal experience by changing gyms in the same city it's like breaking up with, it, with your girlfriend it is a bit <laughs> it <laughs> breaking is, up with an ex or something like that. Okay, so you feel a bit, you feel es- especially if that coach has put time into you. Yes, it's uh, not you, it's me. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I guess if you're a fighter, and yeah, oh, okay, I'll put a scenario out there. Yeah, if you're a fighter and you feel like you've hit your limit with that gym, as an example, mm. how to explain to the coach and be like, hey, I want to take myself further I feel like I can't do it with you yeah um is fine honestly like if that's the way that you feel then that's the way that you feel now as a coach they're going to rebuttal and say well you know and then and the ego's going to get a bit hurt yeah of course um a a lot of coaches kind of accept it you know yeah like oh you know you're kind of right yeah um but at the same time um they're going to be their ego might be hurt and um, they might be like, fuck, I've put time into you. You can't just, you know, you, it's a bit of a, a betrayal by leaving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which I understand that aspect as well. So um, I think it's a very, very delicate kind of circumstance. I think the best thing you can do is probably be completely honest um, with the coach because at yeah. the end of the day, it's you. It's yeah. your f- career, Car- yeah, your fight career. Yeah. If that's how you feel... Um, then you've got to do what you've got to do yeah. to f- make the moves to, to put you in the right direction. So if changing gyms is a part of that, then unfortunately for the coach, um, you know, you, you it, that then that's it. And, and hopefully they can accept that. Um, now, when you're doing it and then you, they go into a gym, you know, another gym. Now, this is where coaches can kind of be like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Why are they moving here? Yeah. So the, I think the best thing to do if you intend to move to another gym, is to talk to the, that gym's coach, let them know your intentions, tell your coach, let them know your intentions, and then normally the coaches will speak. Like, say, if I got approached by someone and they said, hey, I'm planning on, you know, mm. moving over to your gym, I would always say, don't do it unless you've spoken to your gym, uh, your coach first. Yeah. Because I don't want any fucking drama. Yeah. Right, and I'm not fucking stealing anyone like that. I, I, you know, Blair's implemented a great program to train people from scratch. Like we've got heaps of champions trained from scratch. I might take a photo of that up on the wall. I love that um, photo. I love that photo. So we don't need to fucking poach, man. Yeah. And, and I do think poaching, like intentional poachings, fucking mm. bad practice from coaches. Like, fucking. Don't Let them come to you. Yeah, man. if they're gonna come, they're gonna come. There's you can't do saying. anything about that. There's but an old don't thing, yeah. fucking go messaging cunts and yeah. being like 
Oi, you know, I can offer you this. Like, it's that's bad. There's an there's an um, old saying of be be the lighthouse, not the tugboat. So you're not fully. Uh, you just be, be just play example. Just keep working, keep working. And if you're good enough, people, fighters and people will notice notice who you are, yeah. and they will they will become attracting to you. But at, but what you're saying through all of these questions, um, you know, and and what I've noticed about you, your, your communication skills are fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. So it's communicate, communicate, leave no, because uh, if you if you explain yourself, then hey, it's back to them. If yeah, they're what, upset, what, it's 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 on, it's on them. them. It's exactly. on them. If they if they don't understand, it's on them. And and what, whether it be ego, whether it be just you don't fucking understand yep. it's back to them you've got to accept and move on yeah and because you want to uh, progress your career i think uh, i think that's the best thing to do it's just uh honesty want to get another question in there mate we've got a few yes we'll get um, another question because we've been at it we've been at it for fucking half but well, just over half an hour now all right well we've got uh How many times did she ask this question? <laughs> I keep making it. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, I, just keep, I, just I know. I know. <laughs> hey, they're a bit jumbled, so I've got them in order on my phone. Um, but I've got one from Kiri um, asking about fighters' purses. How much for the, should a fighter get paid? Uh, what, like Gucci purse? Or <laughs> is this Kiri here Gucci purse? Louis or Vuitton, or a Louis, Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton purse? No, I'm only joking. Um, experience slash how entertaining the fighter is. Um, that's a this is a great question. So, what, so the question again: uh, How much should a fighter get paid? Is it uh, then? I think it's should it be based on experience or how entertaining the fighter is, or maybe both? How how, how, how would you how would you fucking? Mm, this is a good question. So Ooh. I think. Like, so there's multiple aspects, and I could honestly talk about this for a long time. Now, five five minutes, mate. Just five five minutes. All right, let's go. (laughs) Set a timer. (laughs) So, say your fighter is shit, right? But he's got the biggest friend circle you've ever seen, and he brings fucking 20 tables to your fight promotion. Every promoter's going to want him on, and he can charge whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. (laughs) Realistically, right? But at the same time, at the same time, how many pe- s- tables he can sell really means nothing if they don't have the experience because you can't just have 10 fights and be like, oh, I want $5,000 mm. because no, that's not how it works. And there's a, a, a experience ladder that you must climb before you can kind of dictate whatever you want to get paid. Mm. Until that point, you need to kind of just get paid what you know the average pay might be. So I mean, does is is there um, a set minimum payment? No. For all the fighters, is there should be. So um, the promoter and the the gym or they the front and the coach to uh, kind yeah. of go off and then nego- do you negotiate? There should be. Yeah, I think there should across be. the board. Say you say every, every like say anyone under fuck. I'm just gonna spitball here. Yeah. Anyone under ten fights gets. Zero to two hundred, depending on how many tickets they can sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From ten fights to um, twenty, maybe it jumps up. You know, minimum's mm. five hundred then, because you start to fight full tie rules. So I've seen phenomenal fighters with under twenty fights. I've seen they, you know? There's a couple of good fighters. So between that, that kind of bracket, card. you're getting you know yeah. between your amateurs and turn into turn into pro. And then uh, your 20 fights to your 30, maybe bump it up, uh, you know, to whatever. Um, I think, you know, and these are just absolutely random numbers, by yeah. the way. I, this is not what um, I, this is not my oh. official what people should get paid at 20 fights, by the way. But um, I think there should be kind of like a bracketed kind of ladder where you get at least... You know, if you've had 10 fights, you get at least on experience. So you're saying saying getting paid on, on experience, yeah. not entertainment value, not not how many bouts you've got. And, oh, hey you man, obviously, I've bouts you've got experienced. If you've got someone who's got 66 fights mm. and they're getting paid 2.5K for a Muay Thai fight, right? Yeah. 
and then you've got someone or two and a half to three K and then you've got someone with twenty fights who's fought nobody and they're going, I want fucking ten K. No, no, no. What no. the hell? No. You know? So yeah. So, Look. you know, and this is like honest to God, this is happening in Muay Thai at the moment. This is happening in Muay Thai. Why is that at the moment? Is it the promoters not being standing standing strong and on, on the negotiating skills or um, no, I think most of the promoters are kind of being like, get fucked. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so okay, yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. are having not that many fights. But I, th- I guess, um, you know, most fighters just are happy to get paid. And I think Muay Thai, Muay Thai fighters deserve so much more than what oh, they get. Oh, fucking know they do. But obviously there's a, uh, there's a, you know, there's a division between you know, what the MMA fighters professionally w- might get because mm, they've got the primetime TV. And they got bigger, bigger audience. Blah, 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 big, blah, yeah, yeah, bigger audience. All this shit. So that goes massively into what fighters, mm. Muay Thai fighters can get paid. But, you know, like, as a fighter, man, like, if you're, if you've had 25 fights or 30 fights or 40 fights, right, and you're asking for 10K plus in a Muay Thai, <laughs> Aussie Muay Thai scene, yeah. honestly, you've got to step back and, yeah, you deserve more, 100%, but you've got to step back and go, is this realistic? Because mm. at the moment, probably not, and you're going to lose out on a lot of fights because promoters are going to be like, I can't pay do, that, man. But do we need these fighters in, the, in, in, in our sport? Do we need those sorts of... We need those... E- we need egos, obviously, but th- th- them... They're bad. They're, uh, uh, for me, that they're more detrimental to the sport. Uh, asking more money when they don't deserve it, and then their ego. It's yeah. Shit, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's. I I'm not it's naming any fighters. I don't know who the fighters are, but that, uh, that, that's a bad look on. It's on bad practice, it's man. Ba- yeah. So you know, you've got like, you've got fighters, great fighters that are getting way less than 10k. Yeah. Right, that deserve more, obviously. And then you've got these mediocre guys who haven't fought anyone. Getting 10k every now and then for a fight because some promoter can afford it. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like it's fucking crazy. So you want you want to regulate that? You want to regulate the payment or I don't know. No, I don't think regulation's the right thing. But I do think there should be like a gentleman's agreement, universal kind of minimum pay. Yes. Yes. Hey, if this guy with 20 fights has beaten all these legends and he's a world title holder and he sells fuckload of tickets. Mm. Yep, definitely 10k if that promoter can if that promoter knows he's going to make that money back mm. through viewership and ticket sales because he's got that fighter and everyone wants to watch yeah. him. Like, yeah, fucking he, he can get paid more, you know. Toby yeah. Toby Smith sells a lot of tickets, man. He deserves yeah. 10k plus whatever he gets. Cuz he's going to get he's going to get the pay per view, he's going to get John Wayne Parr yeah. was a Higher paid Muay Thai fighter, you know, and and deserved every cent. Because he's got their name. Yeah, he's a legend of the sport. He's a legend of the sport. Well Um, deserved. So, and Nathan Corbett, another one. Okay. One of the one of the highest paid Aussie Muay Thai fighters and and absolute weapon. Sold heaps of tickets. Everyone wanted to watch him, and he deserved that money. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're, you know, forty fights and under, and you haven't done anything in the sport of recognition yet. Fucking check yourself, man. You don't deserve that money yet. Yes. I mean, we all deserve it more. Yeah. Everyone deserves a pay rise in Muay Thai, but in the scope of things, mm-hmm. when you got John Wayne Parr and well, I don't know what John Wayne Parr was fighting for, between probably no more than 50K, I would say. Yes. Right. Yes. When you got that legend fighting for, you know, anywhere from 20K to 50K, whatever it might be, mm. and you're, you've had one-tenth of the amount of fights and you're asking for a quarter of what he got paid, mm. that's when you've got to be like, no, were no you that, happy? That, that math don't match. Were you happy with your payment? Hey, man, I loved it. Yeah. I got to travel the world. I got fucking a few grand every fight. And, yeah. and you I was happy. And you you were doing something that you loved. I would have loved more, but I guarantee you if I said, hey, can you bump my pay up two, three thousand dollars, I probably wouldn't have got fights. Yeah. So, and I just wanted to fight, which is a lot of people... You know, they they don't want to fight, man. They just want to get they they want to fight and get paid. Yeah. Well, why don't you want to fight first? And if you're a good fighter, you the money will come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or go do boxing. <laughs> also, I was listening to the Mo- the Muay Thai Hour with Sa- Sai Kieran and Andrew. <laughs> they were talking about um, payments and everything like that. And they were talking about boxers get paid two hundred dollars a round, or something like that, X amount of dollars per round. I think it, I think amateurs. Obviously, don't get that much. I think there's a massive jump. Mm. So when you get to a certain level in boxing, it's like 
all of a sudden your pay goes from like a thousand bucks to like, oh, you're in the kind of on you're on the main card of one of the big cards. Mm. Like, oh, there's ten k for you. That's I think. I think. Yeah, but we don't know them. But but that's a lot of money. But yeah, look, it'd be it'll be fucking awesome. You get into the upper echelons of boxing and the and the, oh, mate, getting, you know they're getting thirty getting million, million, you know, yeah, for the millions, for the elite. Mate. So. But they are, mate. I've been watching the boxing of late. Mate. You get um, you get you get um, you know, the elite Muay Thai fighters fighting in the stadiums for five thousand bucks, probably like. Yeah. <laughs> unless but it's a massive cause side it, bet, so, so it all goes back to what well, they they they're, they're not in there for the prestige. They're in there for the fight. They're in there for the sport. They love the sport. Yep. Um, all right. On to the next one. That was more than five minutes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to try and uh, save some of these for another one. Yeah. Let's get. That's we've done six. Let's do, and we've forty three. Yep. It'll be an hour. It'll be forty five. It's gonna be a quick one. Quick. Another quick one, mate. And then uh, uh, we'll, does we'll, pineapple belong on pizza? No. No. Um, respecting your opponent in the ring. That's a good question from Kaylee Reese. Um, yeah. So this Kaylee Reese. Is that any the Darren Reese? This is Kaylee Reese, world champion from Riddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, shout out. Sorry. That's <laughs> what they Bundy. 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 All right, this is, this is uh, Bundy not looking at the who sent the question. I'm just saying it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kaylee. So, <laughs> Kaylee Reese, uh, you know, one of the best, probably the best female fighter in the world for Muay Thai. Yeah. I think most, de- cool. most decorated, yeah. Um, still loves the fitness in the gym every day, killing it. So, um, yep. Shout out to Kaylee. Um, great question. I yeah. So respecting your opponent, um, I think it's massive in Muay Thai. Um, you know, I think there's no place in Muay Thai for, you know, these fucking antics you see in MMA and and um, even mm. boxing's getting into it a lot. Um, the showman. Look, they're, they're just the, trying the to heel. sell tickets. The heel, as they say. They're, they're the heel. They're, yeah, they're trying to sell pay-per-views. Being the heel. People yeah. get invested when they see people it's fighting each other and like outside of the ring and like, oh, they really hate each other. I want to see What is it? It, it, it? it goes back to the WWE, the WWE fucking yeah. F, you know, the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, yeah. And, all, and the, you know, it, it goes to, to, to get those storylines of the, having the, the good and the fucking the, the, the evil and the <laughs> and yeah. the good guy. Oh, man. No, you know, and, and a good corporation like the UFC, for example, mm. They'll put a massive spin on it you know, and make it this big kind of like moving story over a few months and then it culminates in a fight that everyone wants to and see. And then what that does, it, 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 intre- it, it the, the fight becomes an interest outside of the fight world and then pay-per-views will just go through the roof because everyone's, oh, I want to see that guy mm. get fucking, that heel get beaten. I you just know, think like, a, like, like, a, like a Jake Paul or someone like that. Conor McGregor, good one. People yeah. either wanted to watch him win or mm. die. Yeah. <laughs> and it was no in between. Yeah. So, it, you know. Does it, it belong in our does sport? Some, does, nah. that, that, does that heel belong okay. in our sport? No. So I'll, Is I'll, there, look, let me, let me <laughs> explain. There's characters. Right. Yeah. When you try and do it in Muay Thai, right, why? You're not selling pay-per-views, man. <laughs> yeah. You're not fucking do it's it's for no reason. Now, yeah. if you're trying to build a persona, social media, you know, kind of appearance of being a dick, yeah. like yeah, you'll do it, but you're not going to sell any more pay-per-views for Muay Thai, not at this moment in Muay Thai time. Yeah. You know, you'll sell way more pay-per-views at the moment in, in Muay Thai for being you, a good fucking fight. fighter. Because that's what we look at. I mean, I'd rather my human nature wants to see the heel get beaten, but I'd rather watch a fucking, I'd rather watch a good Muay Thai technical Muay Thai fight. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll pay for that. Like, I think like most gyms, when they um, teach people, they, you know, one of the huge things in Muay Thai and martial arts really in general mm. is like respect. It is. You know, you so go, especially in ancient sport like uh, like Muay Thai. Yeah. And it's a massive part of the, the culture, you know, in most, col- in most martial arts, like karate. When I was little, I did karate. Mm-hmm. And, I had to bow to the teacher and bow to my opponents before sparring and all this kind of stuff. And um, it's the exact same in Muay Thai, you know. You, you do like this very cultural, traditional dance before yeah. each bow and bow to your opponents. And yeah, there's a little bit of kind of like showboating and, and, and that may be in the fight between some fighters at the elite level and, and that's fine. But yeah. at the end of the fight, they're always hugging. And before, before that, you know... Um, they're usually respectful as well. So yeah, yeah, um, massive on it. I think if you disrespect your opponent outside um, and inside the ring, then it's for no reason. You're just a dickhead. You're just a dick. Yeah. 
Oh, good question. Good answers, mate. You've answered those answers. We've done six questions and it's taken 50 minutes to uh, an hour to answer each question. <laughs> but, like, mate, it's a, it's, we, we, we wouldn't call it a rant, would we? Nah, nah. This is a, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call this one, a guest questionnaire yeah. special. <laughs> uh, look, we, 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 we might do this once every once every four weeks, I yeah, think. Yep. We'll do once every four. Um, but, you know, I... I, I you know, my, my format with this is I, I like to interview, I like to talk talk to the characters of Muay Thai, the, the personalities of Muay Thai behind the scenes, you know, promoters, fighters, get to know the people, the yeah, people of Muay Thai. You know, next, next, um, you know, it's not like, um, the only reason we, we do a lot of the pit because I train from the pit and sh- you're the head coach of the pit. So yep. we do a lot of pit fighters and it's pit in centric. But, you know, if, if, if you, if anyone, in the WA Muay Thai community, like a Ridley's gym or any of the gyms out there, want want to jump on board and um, have a bit of a chat with us here? Fucking drop us a line. We'd love to love to talk to anybody in in Muay Thai at the moment. Yep, yep. So even even our listeners, uh, you know, hit us up on the in the on the striker chat Instagram page. Please, um, you know, just say hey, I'd love to hear from this person, and and we'll try and get it happening. Yeah, for sure, especially around the WA. But we prefer to be one on one inside the in person. In, in, yep. in person. It's 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 a better it's a better interview. But um, mate, just jump on our socials, and like I said, like um. We had I had a bit of hiatus with with, with um, moving back. I think it was yep. made made about three months. Um, but ever since I've been back, we've been doing a this is this will be the fifth episode back. But we've made I think twenty eight new subscribers. Yeah, which is pretty good. I you know, I'm happy with I'm happy with the 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 growth of the you know it's starting to get momentum and absolutely and uh, appreciate the uh, the the support from yep. everybody. Yeah. No. So thanks for all the questions. Yeah. And, and um, listening guys, um, we'll uh. We'll chat to you all again soon. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, um, to like and subscribe on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. and Spotify, and jump on our socials on Instagram. That's Striker Chat on the the Instagram, Striker Chat Podcast on the Instagram, and also Striker Chat on a Facebook. But until next week, guys, peace. All right, all right.